Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One of my favorite people from Rams Park is Jay Zygmunt, who joins us now here in Canton as we get ready for the Hall of Fame, the former president of football operations. Great to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. It's uh, really exciting to be here and uh, so happy to see that Isaac's going to get his turn. And you would always, one of my favorite lines that I always, when we talk about baseball, you would always tell me, especially after the Super Bowl, you'd say it's hard to win a game in the NFL. It's not, we won a Super Bowl, but it's hard to win a game and to collect four and maybe five offensive hall of famers is pretty amazing it's it, i mean it's simply incredible and i'm not a student as much of the hall of fame as i probably should be but i do remember some of those great uh, steeler teams that had a uh, uh, you know some incredible hall of famers and had incredible rosters but it's really something to see the way this came together and then when you kind of interweave the whole kirk Warner story and some of the things that uh, you just can't make up. Jay, tell me what you thought from a talent, a talent evaluator's perspective about Isaac Bruce the first time you saw him. Well, actually, we drafted him um, I, when I was with the Rams in 1994, and we actually drafted Isaac. And after the combine, the one thing about Isaac, he always had that slight build. And uh, John Becker, who was our personnel director at the time, um, you know, he just really had fallen in love with Isaac, but he didn't fit the prototype because of just the size that uh, Isaac was. But I remember in all the, in sitting around in the draft room and in all the meetings, there was so much talk about the skill set that Isaac had. And the number one thing that I still remember that they talked about all the time was a great acceleration. He had in and out of breaks, and he didn't lose any speed when he made cuts, and it allowed him to get great separation. Uh, because he was didn't exactly have the greatest 40 time in the world. And you think about some of the things that he did, and I've actually joked with Isaac about this. To lead the league in receiving yards when Steve Walsh and Tony Banks as a rookie are throwing to you is a pretty remarkable accomplishment. He did that in 96. Yeah, I mean, but it, like I said, he had it, when he had almost 1,800 yards receiving, and it wasn't like we – like I said, with all due respect to our quarterbacks, we didn't have Tom Brady. <laughs> and it was, no, it was unbelievable. And what, about 119 or 120 yeah. catches? It was, it was incredible, his performance on teams when we didn't have this, the talent level that we had uh, in the late uh, 90s. You always hope that draft picks hit. You always hope that free agents that you bring in hit. And the greatest show on turf Rams, that was a collection of talent like we've never seen. Which guy on that team surprised you the most? It has to be Kurt Warner. I mean, it's unbelievable to think not only we have these collection of Hall of Fame players, but the, the most key positions on a football team on the offensive side of the ball to think when you can have your left tackle and now we're obviously we have Isaac in and hopefully, you know, Torrey Holtz on his way. Mm -hmm. But then thinking about it, then you have a quarterback and Marshall is a running back and, and these were all just incredible players. 
but I think when you think about the story of what Kurt did, and now when you think about like what I hear Indianapolis is going through with Wentz being hurt, and they're trying to figure out what they do or who they bring in, and I can remember, you know, we went through the the lobbying efforts by our personnel department and the coaching staff when Trent Green went down, who's a tremendous person, was a tremendous player. But, his, you know, the ability that – and I'm give a shout-out here to Dick, who we should be talking about because Dick should be in this Hall of Fame as well, yeah. in my opinion. But at any rate, to think that the decision that Dick made at the time to go with a quarterback that hadn't started a game in the league and with Kurt is just – what can you say? And you were the cap guy. You were the contract guy at that time. Were you or did you ever think you were going to have to pull the trigger? Let me put put it in this uh, vein. Did you think that you were going to call Jeff Hostetler's agent? <laughs> Boy, we, Randy, we had so many names coming up. We had Jeff George. I mean, it was a collection. We had everyone calling because, as you recall, it happened in the third preseason week. And every coach on the offensive side of the ball was – you know, going down the list of players that they had coached and who they wanted to bring in because you obviously can't go with an unproven guy. You have to have somebody. You have to have a veteran. Mm -hmm. And uh, But like I said, Dick really saved us, and I still think to this day that he never gets enough credit for making. That's an incredible decision that Dick made. Another thing with Isaac, and younger people might not realize this, is that Dick's first two years, 97 and 98, they didn't have the best relationship, and Isaac was hurt a lot. Was there ever a point in the front office where you're saying, well, obviously you went out and drafted Torrey. How concerned were you about Isaac's future because of his legs, because of his hamstrings? Well, the year before, I mean, um, I guess it was a 98 season, if my memory serves me right. He had some hamstring issues. Mm -hmm. But I remembered, you know, another credit to Dick uh, he went out and found literally we had some hamstring specialist and back in the day when you think about now that's probably not that unusual but to think about back then uh, what he did and and again I mean the transformation of Isaac but then Isaac became uh, you know the irony of it is Randy he became one of the another great talent and features of of Isaac was his his durability yeah right along with his production and he played. He didn't really miss much time. No. So, but but as you well know, that you know the athletes develop over time, and as they're as they mature, both you know physically and emotionally, and meaning training methods and whatnot. But Isaac was very open, and that was the one thing about Isaac, as you well know. I mean, he was he worked. I mean, he's not here by accident. No, and he was always so matter of fact too. And I guess it goes back to his faith, but. We would ask him, how frustrated are you? And he said, well, I don't, I don't get frustrated. This is just the way it is. It's, it's what I, I'm dealing with right now. And he, he trusted his faith that he was going to be able to bounce back from it. And he was incredible. And he had that great smile. Um, you know, he wasn't. A, and obviously, we have the stereotype of the wide receivers in the NFL. And he was the complete opposite of that. He was, he was the proverbial flatliner. I mean, he went about his business. He was very serious about his job, not serious about himself. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking to Coach Vermeil earlier, and he talked about not only having a Hall of Fame players, uh, but Hall of Fame people. And I asked him how important character was for him and how important it was for him to get a certain type of person in the locker room, not just a talented player. And from your perspective, what were those conversations like about not only drafting a player, but drafting a person? Well, it was interesting because, you know, as you know, when he took over the, the Eagles, they hadn't been in the playoffs in 15 years. And in his third year, he had them in the playoffs, had them in the, you know, in the Super Bowl. 
And it was amazing because he had this idea of philosophy of what he was trying to build. And he believed if he had solid character people that wanted to work, that had the idea of the team and were willing and had direction and focus, that that's really what you needed. And he had told us, and it was hard, and the pains we had to go through, and uh, it wasn't his responsibility. He didn't inherit a Super Bowl team. We did not give him very much talent when he stepped in. But again, as a credit to him, I mean, he had this focus, and he had a vision, and he stayed with his vision. It never wavered. Jay, do you remember getting the phone call in 99 after Isaac had had the car accident outside of Columbia, Missouri? And he rolled his car, and apparently it was a miracle that he survived. You know, it's unbelievable with Isaac because the miracles for everything for Isaac. But again, everything that happened to him was just another day. And like I said, he was so focused, and it didn't change, and it was an experience, and it was over with, and he was fine. Yeah. Just like we all in a – you know, you catch – you know, I guess every athlete would dream of catching a – 70-plus-yard touchdown pass to win the Super Bowl in the last two minutes. And, you know, in the locker room scene right after the game, he, that was the biggest smile I've ever seen him. But, I mean, there was no uh, uh, there was no dancing or anything like that. It was, it was just that great, great infectious smile. No bob and weaving then. Uh, <laughs> no, that was – I guess I guess they changed the rules after us. But uh, You know, one thread that I'm pulling from today, whether it's you when you're deferring to Dick Vermeil and giving him credit for things, or it's Ricky Prohl talking about how all of the, the talent on the offensive side wanted one another to have success. It seems like everyone was really collaborative and working in concert with one another. And when you have so many people that are great at what they do, it's really hard to remove your ego. But I think that's probably why you guys were able to be so great. It's, that's a great question. Uh, I think what's really interesting about what happened, I think we all were so shocked because we had been struggling so much, and Trent Green had an unbelievable preseason. I mean, we were very excited. We had acquired Marshall. We drafted Torrey. We knew we're, we certainly had some good pieces on, on offense. I think what happened, and it certainly wasn't by design, but I think we all were so scared and the trauma of saying, how are we going to play? We don't have a quarterback. <laughs> and I think it was – the focus was, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And then, and we literally, and, and that old line about playing one at a time, but I remember we opened with Baltimore, and, you know, again, uh, Kurt only had one week, one preseason game to, to try to get ready, and, then, and the lights go on and it's live. But it was unbelievable, so I don't think we had any other choice. We were kind of in this thing all together, and then when Dick made that decision, I think it galvanized everyone, and it wasn't like – I don't know at what point, like, as we kept playing, and are we really, are we this good? Because we, I mean, we were, been on, let's be candid, we had been a doormat. It had been embarrassing. You know, there was great pressure on the organization, and, and we hadn't fulfilled our part of the obligation. Being in St. Louis, we weren't the kind of team we should have been. And, again, I think these things happen, but, but, but trust me, I, I'll speak for myself. I was as shocked as anyone for what happened that year. So, I mean, if you wanted to say that it was some knowledge or we had – part of a plan it it just happened and we were just very fortunate a couple more quick things for jay zigman number one do you have an isaac bruce moment whether it's on the field off uh, you talked about going into the locker room after the super bowl what stands out for you in, in that hall of fame career that you spent with isaac bruce this is probably really strange and it won't be an obviously when he has all these great plays and incredible statistics and everything he did but what stands out to me about isaac is 
at every training camp, um, and you've experienced this when you've been around camp, Isaac would gravitate and spend so much time with some of the equipment, the ball boys, and the, the kids. And he would go out of his way to go up to kids. And, you know, these kids at their first day of training camp and their eyes are like saucers and they're looking at all these stars. And he would go up to these kids and he would embrace them. And he spent so much time and was always with them. And it was just unbelievable that those were the people that, that he spent so much time with. And which is a tribute now when you think of the success of his foundation or what his interests have been. Yeah. But uh, like you always say, he's, he's just simply the best. And you're right. We just had a tremendous group of people and uh, and obviously led by uh, by Coach Vermeil. Yeah. And one last thing, because St. Louis football fans are, are taking a lot of heat. You were there in the eye of the storm. How good were St. Louis football fans? You know, Randy, you know, I spent a lot of time. I lived there, you know, when I moved in and made the adjustment from the West Coast. And, you know, people are always great to me, and not only when things were going good, but when things were going bad. And, uh, and like I said, everyone was great to me. I thought the fans, you know, the fans make an incredible emotional investment in their team. It's that capital. They're vested in their teams. And I understand. I mean, I'm a biggest fan in the world, you know, and I, I know what it's like and to feel with the ups and downs. But I always thought the people, you know, were with us. Uh, it was uh, it was very important to them. It was important to me, and I think they had a lot to do because I do believe at that time, at that '99, that place was pretty electric. That dome was uh, was was really something, as you as you well know. Um, you experience it firsthand every Sunday yeah. with your son. But it was it was it was a very special place at that time, and with that team and. Uh, Again, I do have a lot of empathy for fans that lose any when their teams do move around because, again, of the investment that they make in them. Jay Sigmund, great to see you, first of all. Thanks so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it and enjoy the ceremonies this weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And enjoy your time in Canton. It's great to be here. And hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll be doing this again for uh, Tory Holt and for Coach Vermeil. Yeah, hope so. Definitely. I hope so, too. That's Jay Sigmund, former Rams president of football operations on 101 ESPN. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.